welcome to Future So Bright, the podcast from Class 101 Franklin, where we illuminate the college admissions experience. I'm your host, Sean. And before I was a college student, I was a Class 101 Franklin student who was trying to find my own way through the college admissions process. Today on Future So Bright, I'm joined by Jean Fain and Beth Kaler to discuss recommendations. Colleges require recommendation letters. So typically, how many should I have and where should I get them from? Is my dog a good option for a recommendation letter or my mom's best friend? Well, that depends on how well your dog likes you. But (laughs) ultimately, what you are trying to do with the letters of recommendation is get people who are have some clout maybe in the community or they know you well inside and out and they can speak to your character, your work ethic and give a true authentic recommendation about who you are and how they see you performing in the future. I can tell you just being from the education side, the biggest rule of thumb with recommendations is ask early. If a student gives me a couple days notice I can't put the thought and the energy into it to make sure it suits what I want to do. And the letters of recommendation should take time. It shouldn't be a form that's just insert names here and and send it out. So the first rule of thumb is finding the right people and giving them enough notice to write it. That's right. And when you're specifically thinking about teachers, we want to give them plenty of time because we know our educators are very, very busy. But we suggest that students approach a teacher uh, while they're in the classroom for a one-on-one ask and not in the middle of the hallway when you're in between classes, but make that more personal. You know, really go to the teacher and talk to them and, and say, you know, I'd be honored if you would write a letter for me or I would really appreciate if you would take the time to do this for me. And then you're going to provide them some information. Not only does the teacher want to talk about your academics, but they need to talk about all all information concerning you throughout your high school experience. So the resume comes into play here to give to your teacher so that they can talk about your extracurricular activities as well. And in regards to time frame, our recommendation is as a junior, before school gets out, you want to approach the teacher beforehand so that they already have the heads up that this is coming. And then you follow up with a, an email with your specific request, or it'll come through a, another automated request saying that they've been tagged as somebody to provide a recommendation. You don't want any surprises. So by doing it at the end of your junior year, they know that it's forthcoming because you're going to start applications April, or I'm sorry, August 1st, and you want to have that done well in advance. So you mentioned automated. What's giving an automated response? What I was referring to is the automated invitation that a recommender would receive that the student has put in to an application. So it could be in Common App, it could be in another Um, individual schools application, but when you enter those names and what role they play in your life, teacher, counselor, coach, uh, community member, then it will automatically send an invitation to that individual that you are to complete a recommendation on this and submit it here. One more thing to point out is don't expect to see your recommendation letter. If it just so happens to be that way that they forward it, then great, but expect that they will just send it straight on 
to the college that requested it and submit it through that process and it'll keep the process moving and you have to trust that they are going to speak about you in the best way possible. So when a student starts the application process, they are going to know how many recommendation letters are needed. Some schools may not require any recommendation letters, while others may require one or two and then have an option of three. So you will see that when you open the application, whether it's the school's individual application or the common application or the coalition application, you'll be able to see specifically how many recommendation letters are needed. So typically colleges require one of your letters of recommendation to be from a counselor. So what if I go to a huge school and I barely even know my counselor? And that can happen. And one thing you need to understand about counselors is just even in the state of Tennessee, the caseload per counselor is anywhere between three to 400 students. And that's the average. So they are working with several students. It is your job as a student to develop that relationship in an effective and quick manner. Let them know who you are. Set an appointment with them so they know your face. Make sure they know the activities that you're engaged in. So when it becomes time to get that letter of recommendation, they can actually speak to something personally. So we really have to respect our counselor's time and the limited time frame that they have and make it easier for them by getting to know them. So we mentioned common app letter recommendations and just regular applications. What other kinds of letter of recommendations are there? Are there some from, for scholarships? So the letter of recommendation can be used in lots of different ways for the application process, for scholarship applications, for honors programs at various schools. And so that's why it's very important to ask early and to provide that information to your teachers or counselors or coaches to be able to write a thorough letter on your behalf. So I go to Davidson College, which is really unique in the fact that they offer peer recommendation letters. So what would you suggest for those? And are they actually all that common or have you seen them that often? Actually, I think that's a a great format to follow, but it's really not that common that I have seen. So if just like with anyone that you're asking for a recommendation letter, first, you know, try to figure out, are they someone who's going to put the time into this and and take it seriously. Do the same thing with your peers. You want them to be honest and truthful and authentic, but you don't want them airing dirty laundry. And so pick the person that's going to be mature. Follow through is probably the most important thing. And I can say that not just with peers, but with even adults that you ask. You want to make sure that they're going to follow through and submit that letter. Thanks for listening to Future So Bright. We hope you'll subscribe and tell a friend about us. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at at class101franklintn. And if you're in our area, we'd love to talk with you one-on-one about how Class 101 can work with your family and student to plan for college. With about 50 Class 101 locations nationwide, you can go to class101.com to find a location with experienced college planners near you.